When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to WrestleWolf Brother Friends, Brother Dudes, Brother Dudettes. This is your Impact uh, Recap and Review. I'm your host, Dr. Damien Gibson, DMD. And uh, it's the go-home show for uh, Bound for Glory. And um, was a little... Not, I mean, not terrible, but a little um, non-eventful for a go-home show. Go-home show meaning the show before a pay-per-view. Um, you know, we're going to take it home to the pay-per-view. And it's interesting that go-home shows usually will go one of two ways. Um, they're, it's a difficult balance because sometimes they can be so exciting uh, that they can sort of... Um, be better than the pay-per-view in a way. Um, and then sometimes, you know, the, the promotion will sort of just keep things in neutral. Um, I, I, I'm going to say I, Impact have done a really good job of um, telling stories going into, into Bound for Glory. And they continue to do that on this episode. Um, but this... Uh, yeah, but there was no real... Look, we'll go through it and I'll explain what I mean. But it just sort of felt like we were in a a week of stasis as far as the the um, as far as the show was concerned. Uh, first of all, we had Chris Bay and Hikaleo from Bullet Club up against Finn Juice. The New Japan talent is really helping to fill out Impact's roster. Um, this feud's been continuing on for a while. It's still really enjoyable. Um, we'll essentially have a culmination of it um, at Bound for Glory. There was a double pin finish, which I haven't seen. If I haven't, I don't remember seeing this. And if I have, it's dropped out of my brain. But essentially, um, both Finn Juice and uh, Chris Bay, I think it was... Um, Juice Robinson and Chris Bay both went for a pin at the same time. Both got three counts because there were two referees out of there, out there because of palaver that had happened earlier on in the match. Uh, and then it cuts to backstage, and the two tag teams are arguing. So essentially, there was no resolution here in the ring. So um, it cuts to backstage. The two teams are arguing, and then Scott Demore arrives and says that he essentially will work out who's going to be the uh, tag team that takes on the Good Brothers at uh, at Bound for Glory. It feels pretty telegraphed that this will be a three-way match. They'll have a three-way tag team match um, to have all three of them. Uh, you know, on the pay-per-view. 
because uh, you, you want Bullet Club on there. You definitely want Fin Juice on there as well, seeing they're from another promotion. But you've got to have the Good Brothers in there as well because they're the champions and they're also probably the most famous tag team you've got on the roster. So they all go on the match. Uh, we've got a fant- fantastic promo here uh, about Josh Alexander. I-, I don't, I didn't know, I learned quite a bit about Josh Alexander in this promo. Basically, um, you know, it's sort of alluded to him being a fat kid and being picked on and stuff and that wrestling helped him get out of that, that he'd broken his neck twice. Uh, he got caught on the border coming into the America and he I, he didn't really go into details of what he had been doing. I, I think essentially he'd been saying that he was a tourist and then working um, and he got done for that. Or essentially it was like, look, you can't keep crossing the border here and working without a visa. Um worked his ass off in Canada and then ended up being signed to Impact. Um, so it, it really, this promo went on for a long time, but it, it I feel like the smaller promotions could um, do more of this. Uh, AEW is starting to employ it quite a bit, and I think it works wonders on your weekly show. If you, if you, I would have preferred to have seen more of this than matches that don't end, that don't have a definitive ending. You know, fill out the characters more. Let me know more about who's on the roster and what they're doing or, or who they are. After this promo, I actually want Josh Alexander to beat Christian at Bound for Glory. Whereas previously, I didn't really have a dog in the fight. From a you know commentator's point of view or reviewer's point of view, just looking at it, I was like, well, it makes sense to keep the belt on Christian because uh, people know who Christian are. Um, uh, or is, sorry. And so, you know, and he'll cross across to AEW and, it, you know, it's good ab- advertising for 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 the brand on AEW. Um, but I, after watching this and having watched Josh Alexander in this feud and to a point before that in the X Division, um, I think it makes more sense for Impact to put the belt on him. I think it makes more sense to have a younger champion and then build up people like Ace Austin and stuff to go up against him. Um, but just seeing like, you know, and he came across really well in this promo as well. Just, you know, very, very eloquent, very well-spoken, very passionate about wrestling. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a confidence there in his, in this promo. And then in the promo that ended the show that I don't know if I've necessarily seen that much of before from, from, Alexander. But anyway, this was great. I really enjoyed this quite a bit. Um, next up, we had Chelsea Green and Crazy Steve versus Fowler and Jordan Grace versus Tennille Dashwood and John Schuyler. All these guys are going to be in the Digital Media Championship, which has been uh, what well, was abbreviated to the DMC. I think the DM Championship could be, <laughs> you know, there's connotations to that, but it's just, I mean, you know, people are teasing, you know, when, when they announced the digital media championship belt, I was like, I don't know about that name. Um, and it is just being full blown teased on YouTube channels. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're hoping to achieve with that. It literally sounds, you know, the more I think about it, it does sound like old men trying to grasp onto what the internet is you know it's like calling it like the twitch belt or something or um yeah 
I uh, or TikTok belt or you know like GIF belt or it just doesn't. Um, yeah, it just doesn't come across as. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I understand that it'll be on YouTube. Like, it'll be it'll be a belt that's held and defended on YouTube, and they can't call it the YouTube belt, but just call it something classic. Um, you know. Anyway, if it ends up being called the DM belt, that's fine. This match, it was just a nothing match to me. Uh, Tennille Dashwood ended up getting the win with John Skyler, but it was essentially Tennille Dashwood. It was just it was just a full on advertisement for this belt uh, being fought for on the pay per view, which is fine. But I don't know; it just seemed to it just the whole thing comes across as a bit amateur and not thought out. And Impact have done such a good job in the last two years of not coming across like that and just being this solid performer, um, just sort of puttering along doing their own thing with a bit of crossover from AEW, which is how I've come to them. But um, yeah, I, I this just felt a bit C-grade. Uh, Rhino is about to cut a promo. He's in the ring. Heath appears. Heath appeals to Rhino and... Um, you know, basically their friendship and, and, and their families are friends and that his kids miss Uncle Rhino. There was a chant of Uncle Rhino, Uncle Rhino. Uh, and um, there's moments like that where I'm like, God, oh, fuck, I love wrestling so much. It's so dumb. Um, but uh, and they both had a bit of a smile there about that. Anyway, which I think was a meta outside of kayfabe smile. Anyway, followed by design appear. They start berating Rhino. Then, uh, <clears throat> um, then attack Heath. Rhino saves Heath for a second, then bails out of the ring, and VBD continue to to beat the hell out of Heath. So, um, this storyline I have enjoyed. The only thing is, I feel like it could have gone a little bit longer. Heath has only sort of reappeared in the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I. It takes all the strength I have not to call Heath Heath Slater. <laughs> Just really, I, and I'm not a fan of uh, one word names. You know, like Heath or uh, I mean WWE. Uh, awful at it you know everyone's just called um now that now i can't think of any but um you know it's well christian with you know edge and christian uh no one has a you know um oh god they were doing it consistently i mean it became a a meme and a joke for wwe to do it now i can't think of any off the top of my head but um it's just i don't know like just come up with another surname uh, anyway, this story, it, the reason why I'm bringing up the, the, the passage of time is that the pay-per-view is in two days. Well, it's tomorrow. Um, so, you know, and Heath has to have a partner in this tag match that he's got against Violent by Design. So, of course, it's going to be Rhino because he's the only other person in the storyline. So, um, I would have had the turn before the pay-per-view. So, then... You know, it's a full-blown... No one, no one's wondering whether Rhino's going to show up or not. Um, 
you know, I mean, it sounds like I'm really shitting on Impact this week. I'm, you know, it has been enjoyable to watch, and even this part of it was, you know, wasn't that it was good. Um, but I just wonder about the timing of everything. Uh, Mickey James versus Savannah Evans. Mickey James gets the win here. Then Diana Perozo comes down. She appears to distract Mickey. Uh, Matthew Raywalt um, appears and clotheslines Mickey. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of male and female action going on in Impact, and more and more each week. And I just, you know, I've spoken about this before. I just don't know. I understand it comes from a good place. It's not a place of we're booking matches so we can see men hit women. Um, I know it comes from a place of like, well, women can take a bump just as well as men can. I get that, but it is there's just something like it's just jarring in my head when I saw Ray Walt clothesline mickey james here there's a part of you that or part of me anyway that's like fucking hell um uh, you know maybe it'll just take some time to get used to but it, it yeah i just wonder if it's a great i don't know i don't know i i can see both sides of the argument but it just yeah um the learning tree getting told off brian myers is uh doing some vince mcmahon gear here which is all very very great and funny um, he cuts Brian a bit of lemons, uh, and then he cuts Sam from the learning tree, which is, I did, I, to be fair, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect him to keep, uh, VSK and, and Ziggy Dice, although they are the two biggest names out of the four that were in the learning tree. Um, there's some funny stuff here with, you know, um, Sam asking Brian Myers to sign his auto, you know, his uh, headshot of Brian Myers and then he gets VSK to write it and he writes down, you know, Dear Sam and then uh, same and then writes his name. Um, I don't know. I'm always enjoying the the work of everyone involved in the learning tree. So I hope that these guys are involved in a storyline moving forward. I assume there'll be something that happens on the pay-per-view between all of them. Uh, there's a contract signing for the inspiration uh, and the decay Um the inspiration send their their barrister, who's a bit of a, a joke character that keeps reoccurring on Impact. Rosemary comes in. She sniffs out that um, that the barrister has virgin blood, which is all very hilarious. They sign the contract, and we've got Decay versus Inspiration on um, on the pay per view on Bound for Glory. Alex Zane versus Trey Miguel. This is a decent match until Bullet Club come down and beat the hell out of Trey Miguel, uh, and then. Yeah, Josh Josh Alexander comes down with has another face off with Christian. But this time, Josh Alexander beats down Christian, and we fade to black. That's the end of the show. So, um, yeah, not a huge amount. I mean, like you know, stuff happened, and it was, you know, it, it was enough to keep me watching. I didn't turn off the show or anything. But as you can tell from my recap here, not not a lot happened. Um, which, yeah, I don't know, just it was a little disappointing because they had been booking the vast majority of these storylines um, well, but it just kind of felt like this week it was like, oh, we'll just take our foot off the pedal and we'll coast into Bound for Glory because it's the biggest pay-per-view and people will buy it anyway. And um, But yeah, I, I, um, I don't know, man. And the pay-per-view is like 35 bucks, uh, which is a lot. <laughs> Um, I mean, I know in, you know, it, I don't know. 
it's hard because people need to make money and I get that. Uh, but um, Impact have always had a habit of charging more for things. Uh, the vast majority of AEW's pay-per-views will be, uh, they've varied from 20 to 30 bucks. But I would argue that, you know, AEW has a bigger card than Impact. Anyway, it's 30 bucks. I will buy it. I will watch it. But it was just a bit like, oh, man, 30 bucks. And then after watching Impact this week, there wasn't any, you know, but outside of that Josh Alexander promo where I was like, oh, wow, that's that's really got me invested in Alexander. Um, you know, there isn't a hell of a lot. You know, I want to see the Inspiration debut. Um, there's big rumors that Braun Strowman's going to show up, which is obviously, you know, this is, seems to be how wrestling works now is that we, through social media, we drop rumors of who is actually going to show up. Nothing about Bray Wyatt. So, um, yeah, I, I'm still sticking with my prediction that he'll show up in AEW at some point, but Bray, uh, Braun Strowman does, it's almost a guarantee that he'll show up at Bound for Glory. Um, yeah, we've got, uh, I did, look, I, I will try and watch it and do a review of Bound for Glory because it is their biggest pay-per-view of the year. It is essentially their WrestleMania. So um, if I'm going to, you know, do Impact properly, I should probably do that pay-per-view. But as I say, there's two kinds of go-home shows and this definitely felt like it was in the least favoured or less favoured category of like, well, we're just going to not have a week off, but we're just going to sort of give you the same beats of the story that we've given you over the last couple of months, um, which I, I, I know people could be like, well, what else are they meant to do? They can't give away the endings, but I don't know. Just it, for a company that is quite creative, even if it's in a very basic way, way sometimes it just felt like there was a sort of severe lack of creativity in the vast majority of things that happened this week it felt a bit um you know I don't want to put off people offside here but it just felt a bit wwe it just felt a bit like by the numbers here you go here's this here's these people that are in these storylines remember by the pay-per-view we'll see you saturday sort of thing and um yeah, I was just a bit disappointed by that. And I haven't, I can't remember the last time I've been disappointed by Impact. I don't know, a year and a half. So, I mean, everyone has bad weeks. You know, I really ripped through AEW three weeks ago, I think, uh, for their booking. So it's not always perfect, but um, yeah, just left me a bit sort of limp towards Bound for Glory. But anyway, it will be a good card. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Christian, I'm really looking forward to. So, yeah, we'll get into that uh, and I will do a review for that later on in the week. Anyway, I'm going to leave you guys there because I've got stuff I've got to get into. But thank you so much uh, for um, listening. Uh, if you want to help us out, you can rate and review us. Keep us in the charts. We're in the charts in about 12 different countries in the wrestling charts. So thank you so much for doing that. Uh, you can continue... You can continue to help us by, you know, rating, reviewing Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, wherever you can, wherever you can give us a five star review, do it. Let your friends know about us on all the social medias. We are WrestleWolf Pod, uh, or you can email us uh, at uh, WrestleWolfPodcast at gmail dot uh, But until next time, brother dudes and dudettes, may your wrestling be good wrestling and good night.